Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. So how do you design the right booth? I don't care if you have a big booth or a small tabletop you are in the right place. I have Tracy Pichaki from Illustrated Designs here to explain the tips on how to effectively design your next booth. Let's not waste any time. Hello to all my trade show and event professionals out there. Thanks for coming back to another episode of Trade Show University, the podcast you need to keep getting better results. I'm Jim Cermak, your host. Really pleased to have you here today and that you're investing the time to continue to learn, to continue to get better. And today we have on a great guest and a great topic. Our guest today is Tracy Bychaki, who is with Illustrated Designs. She's the owner. And she's going to be talking about trade show booth design, what makes an effective design, some mistakes that she sees businesses make all the time, and so much more. Great, great topic. And you'll probably want to listen to this one multiple times and even share it out with some others. So please do that. And if you have topics you would like to hear covered on Trade Show University in an upcoming podcast, please send me an email. Let me know. Jim at tradeshowu.biz. That's Jim at tradeshow, the letter U dot B-I-Z. Send me an email and I will get right back to you and we will try and find the right guest to hit the topic that you want. Or if you have something you're struggling with, please let me know that as well. And I'll say if you're not on our email newsletter, you're missing out on some great tips, a new tip every single week and some new tools and some new features to the to the email newsletter that I am just putting in there now. So you want to make sure you are not missing out. Get over to tradeshowu.biz. It's tradeshowu.biz and right on the homepage, just drop your email and you'll be on that list. And not only that, you'll get a free gift and you'll be in the our quarterly drawing for some amazing business books and you don't want to miss out on your opportunity for that, so just make sure you sign up for our newsletter. And if you're already on our email newsletter, you're already in the drawing. So nothing more than you need to do except for tell other people about it and get them their own chance to get onto the newsletter and get in that drawing. Before we get into our interview with Tracy Bachaki, one more thing I want to tell you. If you've got an upcoming show in 2022 or any time, you've got a show coming up and you want to make sure that you're not leaving anything on the table, not leaving any stone unturned, reach out. We could help you with a quick professional trade show review. This will ensure you are not leaving any money on the table, that you are going to get the best results possible. We review your overall strategy, your booth design and layout, your goals, your staff, your training, and so much more. All you have to do is send an email, jim at tradeshowu.biz. Put trade show review in the subject line, and we will schedule a time to get you and your team ready for your next show. 
It's going to be the best money you have invested. So now let's dive into our interview with Tracy Bachaki and talk all about our displays. Welcome back, everybody. This is going to be an amazing episode, something that we really haven't talked about in uh, in all the episodes, and that is booth design. And I've got an amazing person on here today to really talk about that, and that is Tracy Pachaki. Tracy is the second-generation owner and marketing strategist of Illustrated Designs. Tracy has degrees in marketing and management and over 25 years of experience in design, marketing, trade shows, and strategy for a wide range of clients. In addition to creating marketing materials, Tracy and her creative team have a passion for designing and fabricating unique interactive displays and larger-than-life product replicas. Can't wait to dive into all that. Tracy, welcome to Trade Show University. Oh, hi, Jim. I'm so excited today. Thank you. This is this is great because, uh, and like I, you know, like we had talked about previously, I have not had anyone on really to talk about and dive into effective booth design, and it's something that that companies struggle with. I, I think they wonder, okay, what can we do better? You know, we got to switch this. We got to do this. That's why I'm glad you're here because you, from from your years of experience, can really help people uh, give them the kind of a, some guidance, some guidelines uh, as we go. So, as as we get started, why don't you give us start us off with some common mistakes that you see that businesses make when it comes to their trade show booths? It's a great question because there's so many, right? <laughs> um, I think when it comes to just the concept of a trade show booth, they they do two things. They, first of all, put way too much pressure on the results they're going to get from the booth. The booth should be part of your marketing plan. There should be pre-marketing. There should be things that you do at the event. There should be things that you do after the event. The, the booth is just part of that equation. Um, the other thing they do is they don't take into consideration who's going to be the audience, what their goals are for the events, what their true message is. And so they just sometimes put money into a booth that doesn't really have a clear direction, or they realize that they don't have a lot of money. So they pull back, but they typically try to say way too much on a booth itself and it gets too cluttered and their message gets lost. So those are two huge mistakes. Yeah, and I'm sure everyone everyone who's been in the trade show world for a while can definitely uh, resonate with that as you look around and go, "Oh my gosh, there's like a zillion words on that on that banner, that backdrop, that display." So trying to do too much is definitely something I see a lot and really understanding. And you brought this, you mentioned this and it's something that a lot of companies, it, it, it hits a lot of different areas. That's understanding your audience, really understanding what are they there for, what is going to resonate with them, what are their hot buttons, and then designing around that. So that's fantastic advice. So I'm sure they've got some people's maybe their ears per- perked up, going, "Oh shoot, maybe we need to make some changes." <laughs> so give us give us some ideas about effective design. If there's a well, let's start with budget is no option. You know, what are some things, just some basics, not not really getting over the top, but what are some basic uh, design elements that uh, people should consider when designing their next booth? Yeah, well, before you even get into the look of, you know, what the panels are going to say, what, you know, what it, the panels are going to be made out of, you have to start looking at how 
you're going to use the space. If it's a 10 by 10, if it's a 20 by 10, if you have an island, whatever the space is. So again, if budget's no, you know, if, you, if the sky's the limit, you still have to think about how you're going to be using the space. How many people can you realistically fit into that space? How are you going to be inviting your guests into your booth? Are you, how are you going to be intaking their information so that you can follow up with them later? Are you going to have giveaways? Are you going to have a demonstration? Uh, are you, do you need to store your, your, um, your swag? Do you need to store some marketing materials? How are you going to use this space? And then start with a floor plan. Really look at the, from the top down, where the elements can fit and how many people you can comfortably fit in there. Are, are the people who are going to be manning the booth going to stand the whole time? Do they need seats? Um, do they have things that they need to store with lock and key? Like think of all of the ways that you're going to use the space before you even start designing any element of it. I think that is pretty important for any, any size budget. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, Something that, that uh, I talk a lot about with uh, with clients is creating that booth flow. How do you want people to come through your booth? What do you want them to experience? So that, that really goes hand in hand with what you just said about designing it for how are you going to use the space? And do you want it? You have an, want to have an area where you could sit down with, with clients and, and talk over things. So you have, maybe that's going to be a side, you know, you're going to have people playing games. You're going to have, uh, you know, how, how many people are you going to be bringing to the show and where are they going to stand? So many things that you have to have to consider. So that's, the first thing is really understanding uh, how you're going to use the booth. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously you take into consideration your budget and then yep. figure out how, what realistically you can afford to put into that space to get your message out there, to create those little pockets. If you do need that little, you know, quieter area or to store the, the, the swag, whatever elements you need, try to look at then how, what off the shelf products already exist with your pop-up portable booths, or do you have the money to get something completely custom made? Um, if you're bringing your own product in for a demonstration, does something need to be fabricated to fit around it so that it is something that people can interact with on the trade show floor versus in your warehouse? Uh, you know, you have to really think of all of those elements and, and take it from the space, how you're going to be using it, and then the messaging. So when we th we're thinking about this, okay, so say we, we figure that out, we figure out kind of, okay, how this is kind of how we want things to flow. How important is color uh, to it? How important is graphics? Should it be, I, I really don't know, you know, where, where do we go with this? You know, when we figure out, okay, we know about how the booth should lay out. Now, what should it look like? Yeah. How, how do you how do you work with clients? What do you ask them? What kind of questions do you ask them to that you can help to create the best booth? Well, we know that as humans, our attention spans are you know, really short. Um, and when you're going through a trade show floor, how chaotic they can be sometimes, right? So you need the graphics and the colors to pop and grab someone's attention very, very quickly from a distance. And so there's concepts where you're, you're looking at, at your booth design 
from a far distance and then someone who's looking up, you know, who's closer and then somebody who's inside. You have to take all of those things into consideration. But the one thing that will turn off anyone is having a cluttered space. And that's either with the graphics, with the text, with whatever you have in the space, you need to simplify, simplify, simplify. And that's kind of the case with marketing in general. You want to have focus in on one message and figure out what that message is and make sure that the headlines that you use, the graphics that you use are speaking to your audiences, your target audiences, pain points, and how you're going to solve their issues with whatever you're offering. And you just want to grab them in. So when it comes to colors and graphics, you want them to be bold, you want them to be simple, but you also want them to match your brand. Because one of the worst things that could happen is somebody doesn't even recognize your company because your booth looks nothing like your brick and mortar or looks nothing like your website or looks nothing like the brochure they got in the mail. You want to make sure they're all consistent. So you want them to recognize you when they're on the trade show floor, but then you also want them to recognize you later when you follow up with them when you send them an email, when they go to your website, whatever the situation is, you want them to have that recognition so that there isn't a disconnect. Because when we have a disconnect, our brains automatically have a distrust. When we see one thing, like let's say your booth is happy and fun and then your retail store is all prim and proper. Like there's going to be that disconnect and people are like, I don't understand. Something's wrong here. So, you, so yes, the colors and the graphics matter, but they also should match everything else at some level. These are such great things to, for everyone to be uh, taken away. You got to grab people's attention. Use those bold colors, bold graphics, but make sure they're matching your brand. Don't do things that are so that that sound great uh, in concept. And then on the trade show floor, people have no clue who you are and they go, oh, oh, okay. You know, all of a sudden, you know, they, when they figure out who you are, that you're not matching your brand. You want to make sure you do, you're doing that. Make sure you're matching. And of course, simplify, simplify, simplify. Keep it simple. It goes back to what you were saying, Tracy, about people's attention span. You know, if you keep if you have things too complex, too cluttered, you're gonna they're gonna completely miss what you're trying to tell them. Let me ask you, and this is something I've seen done some effectively, some not effectively. Um, and how how do you best do this with your brand? And that is to have maybe a special theme to to your booth. I've seen people do a rock and roll theme where they, they have their brand kind of woven in uh, or uh, people doing a, a safari theme and everyone's in pith helmets and vests and things like that can be a lot of fun. But what are, uh, what are some of the dangers of doing that or how can that be done effectively? Uh, well, you're, you're speaking up my alley. Um, for over 20 years, we worked with a company to create themes for an entire trade show. And so some booths got into the theme and other booths didn't. So we helped with the overall trade show theme, the, the, all of the decor that went along with it had that, that theme attached to it. But one of the things that if you're going to only be doing it on the booth level, so if the event itself doesn't have a theme, but you want to have a theme, it needs to have a reason. And it needs to be something that 
people understand beforehand, like come up with something catchy that you're sharing on social media beforehand or in your emails or in your, your conversations with whoever is attending so that they understand why. Maybe it has something to do with a new product release and that product has a fun twist to it that you can create a theme around. Um, think outside the box when it comes to that, um, but also make sure that you're not crossing any lines, you're not being inappropriate, not being in, you're not being, um, you're not forgetting to be sensitive to all types of groups. And we've all seen football teams and, you know, school mascots get in trouble for being, not being <laughs> sensitive. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, these are all things that you need to consider. You don't want to disparage any, you don't, you don't want to push any clients potentially away because you thought it would be fun to dress up in a certain way. Yeah. Oh, great point. Great point. Yeah. A lot of things to consider. You definitely don't want to turn off any of your audience, especially if it's if you know that the audience is all from one industry and whatever you're doing might turn some people off from that industry, you want to make sure you are not doing that. You're spending way too much time, money, and, and energy to be there at the show. You don't want to, to come off on the wrong foot and, and just create that wrong vibe for your booth and your team. Yeah. You could just be uh, wasting a lot of money or throwing, throwing good money away. Yeah, but if you find that mix... It's a great way to create Instagrammable moments, come up with a hashtag so that you can share the experience beyond just the trade show floor and it could have build a life of its own. So I'm all for themes. Oh, fantastic. I And I, I love how you said Instagrammable, <laughs> Instagrammable moments. And that, and that is so true. Utilizing social media before, during, and even after the show. I, I, one of my favorite things I love to do is, you know, take a, a picture of the booth and then include that in your follow-up emails to kind of, as a reminder, oh, and the, oh yeah, I remember that guy. I remember because I, you may be one of hundreds of booths, hundreds of exhibits, and it's very easy to be forgotten if you're not careful. Uh, and that's a great way to, to do that and <clears throat> create that uh, and, and put out on Instagram, put it out on social and also in your follow-up emails. And speaking of emails, speaking of uh, Instagram, how do you see trade show booths really changing now that it, things are going more digital, more virtual? What uh, what do you see? Well, I I don't see the virtual element, the hybrid element going away. Uh, but you and I both know we've seen it firsthand. Face to face events really do allow people to build stronger more lasting relationships. So in-person events aren't going away either, but it right now we're still in the middle of this pandemic. And what happens if you paid for a trade show and you woke up that morning and you're not feeling well, nobody wants you there, right? Okay. So a virtual yeah. element is something that is great to have so that somebody can still participate at some level. Um, I've seen a really good use of uh, using QR codes in a booth to allow somebody to continue their journey. So if they're at the booth, they can take a, a you know, sorry, <laughs> you can take a picture with your phone of that QR code and it'll take you right to somebody's website or a landing page or something else so that they're now interacting with your brand outside of the booth and continue that conversation. Maybe you show them a product demonstration or give them some more information about a specific product by just having that QR code. So that 
technical side of things has come into the booth. Um, the virtual side isn't going away. The hybrid thing isn't going away. Um, you can have speakers now who aren't in person. They can uh -huh. be anywhere around the world. Uh, you could have guests who are all over the world. You could have a, a video screen or a TV screen with a live feed in your booth so people can interact with someone who's not able to make it. You know, there are a lot of things that you can consider that we normally wouldn't have two years ago because you didn't want to go to that expense. But now we're seeing the benefits of merging the two. Fantastic. And you're right. That is, it's giving us a lot of flexibility, but we have to, we have to plan for that flexibility. You have to kind of plan that. Okay. If someone can't make it, what are we going to do? Or what is a, a way that, you know, we, you know, uh, everyone knows the supply chain right now. You know, if you're listening to this in the future, the supply chain is really messed up right now. <laughs> and so there's probably people who are waiting on display pieces, waiting on new banners, waiting on new marketing materials, giveaway items, whatever it is. And there's that fear of, oh, shoot, we might get to the show and be missing some of these important uh, elements of our booth. Plan for it. You've got to plan ahead as much as as far as you can. First of all, plan a timeline as far as you can, just to make sure that you can avoid some of these uh, some of these delays in shipping and things like that. But also plan for uh, plan B, plan C. Uh, use all the letters of the alphabet if you need to as as you uh, are making your plans, so that you can have an effective show. But that digital part of being able to utilize people that might be in a different city or interact with guests that might be in a different city. If you have a virtual or a hybrid event, plan for what, how are we going to interact with someone who is not in front of us at the booth, but they're in, across the screen from us. And how do we do that? And how do we get them to have a similar experience that if they were stand, uh, right in front of us? So a lot of things for, for people to consider. Now, Tracy, I know I've seen, I was uh, through your website and I've seen some amazing things that you've done for, for companies. Let's talk about specific, if they have a specific message that they want to get across or specific products that they want to highlight. How, what are some innovative ways that people can showcase some of their products or, or get some of their messaging put out in a, in a different, in a unique way? Do you have any like case studies, anything that you've done? Well, one of the things that we've done quite a lot of is larger than life props. So we'll take a product and increase the size of it by, you know, 1600 times its size, for wow. example, which is what we did for, for um, Avon. And, you know, we took the, you know, tiny little jar that you would buy and, you know, made it at life size. And those are definitely something that people want a photo next to. They bring people in. It's like, it really grabs your attention. So especially if it's a new product or something that you're bringing back, you know, it was a retro product or something along those lines, something that people would want to interact with in some way. And that's, um, that's a great way to do it. Just have a larger than life prop of, of the product. Um, now we've also done things that are interactive in a completely different way. Uh, we worked with an energy company and what's interesting is the energy company went to probably hundreds of just home shows and just outreach events throughout the community throughout the year. And they would set up this booth 
and they spent money on the booth, but they would set up this booth and have, you know, some giveaways and some papers sitting out front. And they were like, no one comes by. We don't understand why no one's coming by. I'm thinking, because you're not giving them a reason to. Yeah. You're an energy company. They have no option other than to use you in their, you know, in Pennsylvania, you know, you, that's it. That's who you get, right? So I'm like, you're not giving them a reason. We need to draw them in. What are, what's your message? Again, goes back to thinking about who your audience is and why you're there, what your goals are. And they said, oh, well, we're teaching people how they can save energy in their home, how they can do this, that. So we came up with some interactive tabletop displays that had hand cranks on it so they could see the, or feel the difference between a high efficiency light bulb and a standard light bulb. And it was amazing. The response was, I mean, they just got so many more people over to their booth because they had that interactive element, but it also gave, it also spoke of reason. It had a message for them. Those are a couple of really, really great examples. And I hope that people are thinking or get your, get their wheels spinning about what can we do differently? I love the idea of that larger than life because not you're you're creating something that is very eye-catching it's drawing people in they're like oh my gosh that's just amazing and again you can create those instagrammable moments they want a picture next to it and you're drawing people into your booth and then of course you have to have a strategy of once they get into your booth what are you going to do with them you got to get them into the flow of your booth and get them qualified and into the whole process of that and then also just get creative how can we get more people to really understand the benefits of our company and and what we're doing make things interactive and with uh, so many so many tools so many uh, apps technologies that are available to you there's it doesn't have to be super expensive and you can really get people to uh, to have some really great interactions with your company and your products so thanks tracy for for t telling us a couple of things earlier on i t I, s I mentioned you know if uh, if budget was no option and uh, and I never close the loop. So let's close the loop as, as we're starting to, to come close to the end of our time together. And let's talk about uh, are there some tips or advice you would give to companies that have a low budget or maybe these have a little 10 by 10 or even a tabletop display. What are some effective things that they should be considering when uh, creating their display? Interestingly enough, it's not that different. The process isn't that different from a large booth. You still have to know who your ideal audience is. You still need to know what your goals are, what, how you're going to be using the space. And so, and what your message is going to be and figure all of those elements out and simplify, simplify, simplify. I can't say that enough. Uh, if it's just some images with your logo and a website address, that's all you need. If it's, um, you know, but don't, don't clutter your space. So even if it's a 10 by 10, don't think you need to fill it with everything that you would have if you had a larger space. No, just simplify it, keep it to the basics. Every step of your marketing, and again, events and trade shows are part of your marketing. Every step should just be a bite. I always call them, you know, it's like a trail of breadcrumbs. It's like a bite-sized piece of information that's enjoyable that leads them to the next step. They want more after they've been there. So don't try to say everything. Just keep it as simple. If you have a product line with a thousand products, 
don't try to promote all thousand products. Focus <laughs> in on maybe your top three sellers and really just focus, focus, focus. And then as people start to get to know you, they'll learn about the other products. You know, just really, it, honestly, it doesn't matter if your booth is a 10 by 10 or if your budget is small or if you, you know, can have a trade show floor and, you know, one of those $200,000 booths you still have to have the same thought process when you go through it. Absolutely. I'm so glad that was your answer. <laughs> that is pretty much the same because I, I, that's has always been my thought, uh, especially when you were talking about, you know, simplifying, grabbing attention, matching your brand. All that is the same. Doesn't matter what size booth you have. Uh, and, and actually, it's even more important when you have a smaller booth because it could easily get cluttered. You don't have you know 400 square feet to to put products and and banners and things like that. You have a much much smaller area. So, really, really more important to focus when you have that smaller booth. Thank you so much. So as we as we kind of wrap up, why don't you give everyone your top one or two takeaways from today's discussion? Uh, well, thank you. First of all, I, I'm such a geek when it comes to this stuff. So <laughs> nice to have this platform to kind of let off some of my, my thoughts that are const constantly going through my head. But I honestly think that trade shows really need to be part of an overall marketing plan and strategy and need to be thought of in the same way. So that's my first tip is make sure that you're not just saying, oh, this is a great event and I need to go and I need to throw some money at it. No, you need to have a plan and a strategy for what you're going to do before, during and after. You want to make sure that there's a reason that you're going and that the right audience is going to be there and you're, you're portraying the right image and message. Um, and then the second thing is that really a good booth design is more than just nice graphics, right? It's, it has to do with the message. It has to do with the flow. It has to do with how you're going to use the space. There's so much more to consider. So it's not just, you know, putting pictures of babies and puppy dogs, you know, you need to have the branding needs to still match with what your overall branding is. Outstanding. Everyone, my goodness, make sure that you are, that you understand you have to have a strategy and that your booth design is more than just pretty graphics and everything. Uh, Tracy, this has just been outstanding. Thank you so much for sharing so much wisdom. Now I need you to tell, tell us a little about Illustrated Designs and you said second generation. So tell us a little about the history and what you got going on today and then how people can get in touch with you. Okay. Well, um, my dad actually started the company back in 1968. I grew up watching him build the business. He always worked from home. So he was a trendsetter back then. <laughs> um, so I got to watch him work from home. I learned, you know, so much by watching him build the business, but I had no desire to come and work with him because he's a graphic designer and I can't draw a straight line with a ruler. <laughs> so <laughs> I went to school, I went to college for management and marketing and um, had my own dreams. But then as his company grew, I joined his team and brought the marketing side to his graphic design uh, capabilities. And then we started to grow the company together. 
And about seven years ago, he decided to retire. So I took over and now we have a team of graphic designers and content writers and website developers and fabricators, of course, for the trade show booths. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are, we're that outsourced creative team for the companies that need ongoing but sporadic marketing materials who don't necessarily need an in-house team or, you know, when it comes to things like a trade show booth, they need to outsource that because their in-house team doesn't really understand how to design a trade show booth. So that's a little bit about our history. And um, you can find us on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Instagram. Um, We have our website, obviously. Uh, I think you'll share our email or our website address, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I'll put all the links to to all your social into the awesome. uh, show notes. So everyone just click on that show notes button and go and, and connect with Tracy and see all the, the wonderful things that Illustrated Designs has done. And it's got a lot of great uh, case studies and, and stories and pictures right there on the website. Oh, and we also have a free downloadable resource. It's a trade show booth pre-design guide, and it is full of strategic questions that we ask our own clients before we design any elements of a trade show booth. And it's something that it can help you and your team. But of course, we're always here to reach out. And if you need to reach out to us as well and answer any questions for you, if you get stuck along the way, but we'll have a link to that so that you can get your, your free resource and get your trade show booth to where you want it to be. How amazing, how amazing, because for a lot of companies, this is a huge expense, a huge investment, and something that they don't want to do every show. They want a one design that's done well, that, that will last them over at least a season of shows, maybe a couple of years. So you got to do it right. Thank you so much for offering that. So make sure you look for that link in the show notes. We will be sure to get that in there so that you can get their free trade show booth pre-designed guide. Tracy, thank you so much. Thanks for sharing your wisdom today. I really, really appreciate you. Oh, thank you so much, Jim. This has been an absolute pleasure and I I can't wait to share this with everyone I know. Thank you. Uh, Awesome. Awesome. And everyone, please do share this this episode with others that, that you know that will need to hear this. Go back and re-listen to those tips, the the basics that uh, Tracy gave you, and please get your hands on that downloadable trade show booth pre-designed guide. And keep coming back here week after week at Trade Show University. Keep listening, keep learning, and keep growing and getting better results. We'll see you next time right here on campus at Trade Show University. There you go. One more amazing interview with an industry expert And I would like to ask a favor. If you could please help support the work we're doing here at Trade University, continue to build this library of valuable resources to help you and your company get better results for your next event. And there's an easy way for you to support Trade University, and that's through a program called Buy Me a Coffee. For what you would spend on a coffee at your favorite establishment, you could support and continue to help our resources grow here at Trade Show University. Just go over to buymeacoffee.com slash tradeshowu. Again, that's buymeacoffee.com slash tradeshow with the letter U. I greatly appreciate all your help and all your support. Keep listening, keep coming back, and keep sharing. See you next time here on campus.